0: Just text KPI to him at 727-888-2100. Text KPI to 727-888-2100 right now and claim your free step-by-step guide. Text KPI to 727-888-2100 to get the recognition you deserve and experience the success as the go-to voice everyone listens to in your industry today. Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Show. This is your co-host, Seth Green. Today, I have the good fortune to be joined by Timothy Sykes. Tim is a millionaire, entrepreneur, stock trader, and philanthropist. Now, get this. He first rose to fame during college when he took his $12,415 in bar mitzvah money, which, by the way, is more than I got for my bar mitzvah, um, into millions and millions of dollars. Um, He now teaches thousands of students around the world how to trade using his strategies. His company has become one of the largest online stock trading academies in the world and has created multiple millionaires from scratch. Tim, thanks so much for joining us.
1: Hey, thank you for having me. And you literally said the same thing. Larry King said that too. Everyone like makes fun of it that I got a lot for my bar mitzvah. But my grandfather offered me a tennis court or cash, and I was a tennis player, but I'm also a greedy Jew, so I took the cash.
0: All right. Well, apparently you had a better grandfather than I did, or a, you picked a better grandfather who was willing to offer a, you a I tennis court. I was very court.
1: fortunate. I had a great grandfather.
0: That That's awesome. So you took the cash, and what made you decide at 13 – or later, whenever you started to say, hey, I'm going to take this money and gamble it on the stock market.
1: Yeah. So um, it was just sitting in like series E-bombs. Like that's yep. like, that's what we used to get like back then. Double um, E savings. I remember. It was sitting there for a few years. I was still a tennis player, but I got injured a senior year of high school. Um, I had two casts on my arms. I'm walking around school like RoboCop, but I could still type. And this was 1999. Uh, the stock market was going crazy. So my parents gave me control of the money. They thought that I would lose it all. They thought that it would be a good lesson. Um, and instead, you know- Gotta my- love
0: it, Jewish parents, right? You'll It'll be a good lesson that you lose all your money. I love
1: yeah, it. Yeah, let the kid trade. Let him le- lose it all. You my know?
0: parents let me go bankrupt. So I totally feel your pain. All right. I,
1: but I screwed it up. And I made a little over 100,000 senior year of uh, high school. I was just obsessed. Like I blew off all my friends just studying charts. And then I made 700,000 freshman year in college. And I was hooked.
0: And I would imagine making more than all of your teachers and professors, you may have said, what the heck is with this college malarkey?
1: I mean, I, I was also in the right place at the right time, 1999, 2000. Right. everything
0: was going up. You threw a darts before the tech bubble burst. You were good.
1: But I made another million when I learned short selling 2001, 2002. So while most people lost, I adapted. And that's really been the secret uh, to my success for the past 20 plus years, just learning strategies, testing them. Um, you know, screwing up some of the time and then, you know, refining it and then cashing in.
0: So I got to ask, what was the original college degree in? And did you, gra- did you stick around long enough to graduate?
1: Yeah. So I was uh, initially an economics uh, major, but I was just so bored. I was like falling asleep. And then I actually transferred uh, from Tufts University in Boston down to Tulane in New Orleans. So I really majored in drinking, but I right. became a <laughs> philosophy major too. Uh, which helped me deal with deep
0: thoughts about your stock gains
1: well also just dealing with my newfound money i was kind of screwed up in the head it's not good to make that much money uh when you're so young so philosophy uh helped me and i didn't blow my money
0: that that there's an excellent case to be made for any kids i mean that's not our audience but if you got a kid who's thinking about majoring in philosophy maybe there's a reason why okay
1: yeah, no, it's seriously, it, it really helped me. Um, I still lost half a million of the nearly 2 million that I made before I graduated college. I still had to learn that lesson. But now rule number one for me is cut losses quickly. So in my older years now, I've gotten more conservative. Um, and that's made me a better trader and a better teacher too, I think.
0: Awesome. So when you say trading, just to clarify for our audience, are we talk about like day trading in and out in minutes or hours. Are we talking about long term. What exactly yeah. without I mean, spilling the secret sauce?
1: Yeah, it varies uh, minutes, hours, days, never more than a few days or weeks. You know, I'm trading low price stocks. There's a lot of hype. There's a lot of momentum. I don't really believe it. Um, I just ride the momentum. You know, I'm not one of those guys who thinks that Bitcoin's going to a million. <laughs> I made a lot of money off the Bitcoin related stocks. I actually never traded the cryptocurrency itself, but a lot of Uh, Bitcoin lower price stocks would triple, quadruple when they said they were getting into Bitcoin. Very similar to how dot coms uh, 20 years prior did the same thing. So patterns repeat and that's what I look for.
0: Awesome. Okay. So you became a very successful trader at a very young age. What prompted you to start sharing your success with others and teaching them how to do it?
1: So I was on this TV show, Wall Street Warriors. Um, I was in a reality show. I thought, you know, this is kind of boring, just making a lot of money and keeping it to myself. And No one really understanding what I was doing. So I got on this TV show. I was drunk in every episode, thanks to my drinking learned during my college days. And I made a fool of myself, but I also made some good trades live on camera. And people started messaging me like, hey, I want to learn how to do this too. And so I was like, wow, there's a cool audience. And I like actually talking about this. Um, So I got started teaching 10 years ago now.
0: Wow, okay, so you've had some staying power. You started teaching and branching out into the information marketing world where you were people. So how do people consume, are they buying courses? Is it a membership site? Are they coming to conferences? How exactly does that business work?
1: All of the above. I've learned that people learn in a variety of ways. I have 6,000 video lessons just because I'm psycho. Um, I have 1,000 free videos on my YouTube channel for people who think that I'm full of BS. Um, I've got DVDs, I've got guides, I do mentoring. I just try to say everything that's in my head uh, because I know that, you know, I'm, I'm kind of battle tested and I didn't have anybody teaching to me. Uh, so I'm trying to be the mentor to them that I never had. And I still trade. I still screw up. Um, I go back to $12,000 every year and you can see me try to grow my account every year. Um, that's, that's you don't lose
0: $5 million to get to 12000 You start over with another $12,000. I,
1: I donate all the trading profits to charity um, because for me, it's not trading big. Um, it's not even, you know, profiting, like a, a lot of chat rooms, they just buy the stock and then they tell their subscribers and everyone else buys it and then they right, they're front people. running. No one learns anything. So for me, trading with a small account, teaching the process, not just giving, you know, buy and sell alerts, but actually saying, okay, here's the pattern I'm looking at. Here's my goal. Here's my risk. Um, so I teach the process and now I have five millionaire students. So it's, it's starting to work.
0: That is awesome. Congratulations. That's obviously incredibly gratifying when you see someone actually do what you taught and it works.
1: And they don't need me anymore. They don't even like listen to me because I'm just like blabbering every day. And, you know, they, they have their own lives. My top student has now turned 1,500 into 9 million. He is a far better trader than me, a far better human. He just had a baby. So even his baby's probably going to be a better person than me too. But it's beautiful. I, I At least I showed him a few things before he uh, learned to be better.
0: Awesome. All right. So... What is it um, about what you do other than just the making money part that gets you excited? What gets you juiced up in the morning?
1: Just the fact that there's so much hate with penny stocks. There's so much hate with teaching uh, because, you know, most penny stocks are scams. Most teachers online are scams. So I get the hate. I understand that. So what gets me motivated every day is just getting up and proving that I'm different because I actually did turn a few thousand now into over five million. I show every trade. You can see every single one of my trades over 20 plus years. I've cataloged it, show my audits, show my income taxes. Um, Now I have my own charity um, and I didn't think I could get into an industry that's more hated than penny stocks, but somehow charity is. And they think that like my haters think it's like some tax haven or something. And it's just fun to be real. So now we have 67 schools and libraries built. My goal is to build a thousand. It takes a little while. It takes a little money but uh we're building them so i just i i like you know just showing that i'm i'm different in kind of like these industries full of scammers
0: okay so since you mentioned industry full of scammers so let's let's go down that road a little bit Ooh, let's yeah, have some let's fun so i don't know if you saw but there was a recent showtime show yeah um called action yeah and it was four episodes so far about how the sports lands- betting landscape has changed with the legalization in many states of sports betting. And they followed around the touts, the people who tell people what to bet on. They followed around the actual professional sports gamblers who make millions. And they followed around the folks who hang out in the sports book at the casino all day because they have nothing better to do and don't make much money.
1: Cool. They profiled the whole world. I got to see this. I haven't seen it. Is it it's,
0: good? It's awesome.
1: Nice. I'll um, watch it.
0: All right. So let's talk about
1: with penny stocks. You've got the, the, the sketchy promoters who live in like Belize and Panama and Cyprus and they skirt all the, you know, normal country SEC rules, right? Have all the lives who believe in the penny stocks and they think that they're going to be the next Microsoft. Then you have, you know, us kind of professional traders who see all the BS and we learn that, wait, there's some inefficiencies here with timing delays. So you can actually profit. Like I used to mess with some of my early students because I would be like, you know, I know that I'm investing in a pump and dump. I know that it's a scam, but I'm only going to be in it for a few days or hours when the emails are going out. And then I'm going to actually short sell it. You can actually bet against these scams and make money when they collapse. So I would have a blog post. I said, why I invested $50,000 into this scam. And people were just like, what? What's wrong with you? You're going to lose everything. And then I explained the pattern, the pump and dump pattern. It's pretty predictable. So I'm, I'm going to watch that Showtime series. They should probably do one about penny stocks too. They,
0: they, they should. And so you then, like me, perhaps have file cabinets full of all the direct mail newsletter solicitations you get that well, say, case- buy the newsletter, get the free report with it that comes with it that's going to tell you which of these pot stocks is going to go to the moon.
1: Yeah. Well, I made the mistake early on in my career. Like, you know, I didn't know how big this would be. I didn't know how long I was doing it. I just wanted to make my point. So early on, I gave my email address and I'm like, send me all your spam email. And now I have, you know, I should have come up with like a backup email, but (laughs) I have like 4 million emails and a lot of it is just spam. The promoters aren't as effective as they once were. A lot of them have been shut down. They sell their email lists. Um, So they're not as effective, but there still are some pumps. And now more than just pumps, uh, you have a lot of social media hype. Um, You know, you have a lot of just, Um, short squeezes lately. There's too many short sellers. I kind of created that problem because a lot of my top uh, students are short sellers. And because I promote my top students so much, everyone started shorting, but they don't want to actually learn the nuances. And so they're getting squeezed. They're just betting against a lot of these scams, which, you know, in this crazy bull market just keep going higher and higher. So I don't really even short that much these days because I'm just buying because I mean, that's the right side of the market to be in, I think.
0: Absolutely. So how are you? Are you a fundamental trader? It sounds like if you're short selling, you're on technical, you're a quant, you're doing technical and you're looking for short term inefficiencies.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's no real fundamentals in penny stocks. So it's it's kind of a joke. Um, I, I guess you could say like I'm, I'm monitoring hype, but I am looking at patterns. Um, I'm not an exact technical uh, analyst because it's not an exact science either. I just kind of combine everything and I look for the same kinds of patterns. Um, You know, like my favorite pattern, my go-to pattern is when one of these low price stocks is spiking on a Friday, they have news after noon on Friday. A lot of traders have already left uh, for the weekend Um, and that news can really have legs going into the close and into Monday because again, a lot of penny stocks, um, you know, have a, a time lag with good news versus if Google has good news, there's a thousand analysts, there's 10,000 tweets within a few minutes, but these penny stocks are just undercovered and inefficient, so I buy on Friday and then I sell into the gap up on Monday. Also with OTC stocks, you don't get um, executed right away. So you might have a a thousand idiots who hear about the news or get mailers over the weekend, and they're putting in their buy orders at 9.30. OTCs don't trade uh, pre-market. So they're putting in their buy orders at 9.30 a.m. Monday morning, Eastern Standard Time, and all the buy orders are piling up and the market makers just rape them. and The stock goes up 50% in the first hour and then collapses the rest of the day.
0: Okay, so how are... How did you get started on deciding it was penny stocks? Because I would imagine at 12 grand, when you were you know, very young, your parents might've suggested, hey, why don't you buy IBM? Or yeah, why don't you buy no. something conservative and watch it go a few points at a time?
1: I mean, I, I didn't know. I mean, no one wants to be a penny stock trader. I didn't want to be a penny stock trader. Um, I started with investing in Viacom, uh, Regis, which was used to be Supercuts, um, and Boston Celtics. Those were my first three stocks. and like three months I watched my 12 grand go to like 12 two, 12.3 and then like 11.9 and I was like this is terrible and remember I'm injured at this time with two casts in my arm so I can't do anything and I start seeing these lower price stocks start moving and you know I kind of rationalized uh, the internet stocks hadn't really started spiking that huge when I first started it was biotechs but if the biotechs were spiking I figured the internets could then spike too so was very all based on hype. Um, and so I've, I've really kind of just mastered the art of hype. And, and again, it's not an exact science, but when there's a situation like Ebola, um, you know, even though Ebola kills less people than Aaron Hernandez did, like it's, it's like nothing, but the media hypes it up and it became this huge thing for Ebola related stocks for several weeks or like police equipment when there was a lot of uh, body cam evidence and the police brutality and the body cam stocks started spiking or the China stocks or nanotech. Remember Y2K, those stocks spiked. I can give you so many different examples over 20 plus years. So I'm, right now, there's no real hot sector. I'm just kind of waiting. Right now, the hottest thing is short squeezes because there's too many shorts. So a lot of these crappy penny stocks are just spiking 200, 500% in a few days. So I've been you know, riding that. I don't hold the whole way. I usually take profits 10, 20, 30%. I'm actually pretty conservative um, in this kind of volatile niche.
0: All right. So what would you say to someone who was saying, hey, I'm trying to save, I'm older than you, trying to save for retirement. This seems
1: risky. I mean, life is risky. Everyone says mutual funds are safe and they dropped 50% in 2008. I mean, anything you do, I think is risky. For me, rule number one is cut losses quickly. So after I did once upon a time believe in a penny stock, I invested in this company, Cygnus E-Transactions. Uh, they basically invented print at home ticketing. I was right about the technology, wrong about the company. Um, I lost five hundred thousand dollars personally. That's what led to my drinking in the reality show. <laughs> it's kind of funny how it was all connected. Um, and I got away from my trading rules, and I didn't know my trading rules because again, I was a cocky, dumb young kid who had made too much money. I was ripe for a fall. Now I cut my losses. You know, I still lose roughly a third of the time, but I cut my losses at one, two, three percent. I'm only trading the most active stocks, no illiquid stocks. Um, I think that you can trade a volatile niche as I've proven for 20 plus years and do it safely if you trade scared, okay? So like one of my sayings is I I trade scared so that I'm not scared to trade. So I know that any one trade can blow me up. I'm never going all in, I'm never using leverage. I don't care how good my thesis is, I can be wrong. Crazy stuff happens Um, and knowing that, I stick to my good pattern. Sometimes I, I have no positions. Like right now, as we're doing this interview, I'm not looking over at my second laptop here because I don't have any positions. So I don't really care. Um, I think sometimes the best trade is no trade. So I trade very conservatively. A lot of people say that I trade like cowardly. I have a whole DVD guide where I talk in a high pitched voice and I say that I've been castrated, and that's like how I trade. And that's that's how it is. So I'm. I'm I'm not castrated, but I I say that just like to joke around and to get people thinking, oh, I have to trade overly safe. That's usually a good, good habit to get into.
0: All right, so there's quite a few brighter downers writing that answer. So let's, uh, with all the success, I'm trying you've, to
1: be more, you know, just like talkative. I have a problem yes. really talking about a lot of this stuff. I'm very yeah. You
0: really got to come out of your shell. Um, I'm
1: trying, man. I'm sorry.
0: All right, so with all the success you've had, why not start a fund and have people just write you checks and trade trade the fund.
1: So here's the thing. So when I'd lost the $500,000, um, it was 500,000 of my own personal money. It was actually a million dollars of the fund. I had my own little hedge fund. It was basically 3 million. We're making 20% per year. I got greedy. Um, I wanted more. I invested in that, you know, print at home ticketing company and we lost a third of it. When you lose a third, it's basically like blowing up. Um, we still finished up 2% per year over four years, but it was like pathetic. It was such a small amount. I'm really just better at teaching. I'm really better at growing a small account. I can, you can give me 12 grand every year and I can make between 50 and hundred grand. Um, and it's nothing huge, um, but when I stick to what I'm really good at, I can do it. I'm, I've actually never made a million dollars in trading in any one year. 2014 was my best year where I traded with a slightly larger account and everything was on fire thanks to Seeking Alpha. Uh, piping up stocks. They were the best promoter back in 2014. And I made a little over 800 grand. So I, I recognize that I'm a niche trader. I recognize my limitations, but I know a lot of people who would like to make 50, 100, 200 grand a year trading a small account. So that's what I teach.
0: Sure. And your listener, your subscriber who wants to do the 50 to 100 grand a year Approximately how many hours a week is it taking them to identify these patterns and execute what you're talking about?
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm sure The difference in in the markets. I mean, sometimes there's no hot plays right now with the stock market hitting new highs. There's plays literally every single day, just a lot of short squeezes, a lot of biotechs, a lot of China plays, just uh, jumping now oil plays thanks to the Iran conflict. Um, so it's just a waiting game, but you do have to learn the strategy. And, you know, my top student, like I said, 1500 into 9 million, that sounds amazing. But his first nine months, he made nothing. He was just studying my videos. I'm basically like a glorified history teacher. And I have so many lessons on these patterns and so many examples of good trades, bad trades, everything in between. Um, so it takes, you know, I'd say it takes a good year or two. Um, you know, even like the dumbest subscribers that I have, like it takes them three or four years to learn everything. And I have some some pretty like big nitwits and I can still teach them. So even if people are like Forrest Gump, like I say, like you can learn everything in like three or four years. Like I'm not a smart man, but I know what these patterns are.
0: I, awesome. I can't follow that. So um, <laughs> for our folks who are listening and watching and who want to learn more about what you're doing and how they can be a part of it, where is the best place for them to find you?
1: Uh, just type in Timothy Sykes on the internet and like laugh at all my haters because I've exposed a lot of penny stock scams um, but then if you want to learn, just watch my free YouTube videos and you start seeing that i there's actually something here.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you very much for your very valuable time. Incredibly entertaining and informative interview. Seth Green, Sharkpreneur here with Timothy Sykes. Go check out timothysykes.com. Tim, thank you so much for joining us. Hey, thanks
1: for having me. Have a good day.
0: Do you need money to fund your idea, product or service? Are you ready to take your business to the next level, but need capital to get it done?